The reading is found in the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. But when the time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. Because you are sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, the Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And since you are a son, God has made you also an heir. This is the word of the Lord. Exactly one minute has just passed. My watch, the watch face that I've chosen, I got the traditional little sweeping hand that, that with each notch counts off one second at a time. And once it sweeps all the way around, counts off 60 seconds. And then when it does, the, the big hand moves forward one notch, uh, marking one minute passing of time. And isn't it amazing how one minute spent in silence seems to take forever, and yet just in the time that I've been speaking, another minute has already passed by, and how quickly that seems. Just help me out, uh, what's today's date? December 1st, so not counting today. How many days until Christmas? 24 days until Christmas, which adds up to, do you know how many minutes until we celebrate Christmas, roughly? Roughly 35,000 minutes. We have 35,000 minutes in order to get all of our shopping, all of our wrapping, our baking, our Christmas cards, going, going to gatherings and parties, doing all the things that we do, getting decorations up in order to get ready for Christmas. 35,000 minutes. And with that limited amount of time, why is it that I just wasted one minute just standing here doing nothing? Well, today as we begin the Advent season, which is all about our getting ready for Christmas, before we get all caught up in the hectic pace that oftentimes accompanies this time of the year, it is important for you and me to recognize the significance of one little moment in time. 
And in doing so, we also need to consider the strategic nature of times or what we refer to as timing. Timing is so important in so many things. For instance, do you plant tomatoes in November? Do you paint the outside of your house in January? Do you go swimming in a pond in February? No, because that's not the right time of the year to be doing things, at least not around here. There is a right time for doing certain things. And I'm sure you would all agree with me that now's not the particularly right time to be going on a diet, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about the importance of timing in sports. If the timing is off, the quarterback will not connect with the receiver for a completed pass. In baseball, the batter, if he doesn't time his swing just right, he's not going to hit the ball. And if you have ever, uh, in our everyday lives, if you have ever arrived to the gate to catch your flight, your flight just one minute late, you know firsthand the importance of timing. In fact, living here where we do, driving through roundabouts <laughs> is all a matter of timing, at least if you want to get through safely. And so during these next 35,000 minutes that we have until we celebrate anew the birth of our Christ, of our Savior Jesus Christ, in the time that we spend together in worship, we are going to take time to ponder the miracle of Christmas and, and the various miracles around it. Because it is all too easy for us to get caught up in the frenetic pace of this season to where we could possibly miss the wondrous miracle of Christmas itself. And so as we take time today, we want to take these few minutes and consider the miracle of the moment. Because when it comes to the birth of our Savior, it is all about timing. It's interesting in his letter to the Galatians, to the Christians there, the Apostle Paul provides us with this incredible passage where he says, when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. And if you are paying attention to what I just read, you will readily see that the good news of our salvation has to do with a specific moment in time. And that's what we are referring to today as the miracle of the moment. And in order that we do not miss what God is doing here, there are several details that I would like to highlight for our benefit today. First, first detail is this, the fact that Jesus came at just the right moment. One of the beloved Christmas movies that, that uh, comes onto television this time of the year is the, is the Miracle on 34th Street. And, and this is one of those movies that's been so popular, it's been remade several times. But I have to say, I still enjoy the, the old black and white, which was made even before I was born, which was a long time ago. And it's a wonderful, magical tale about an old man whose name happens to be Chris Kringle. 
And he believes that he is the real Santa Claus. And he wants others to believe it as well. Well, as the story unfolds, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is about to start. And the man who was hired to play the part of jolly old St. Nicholas, uh, the man who was hired to play the part of Santa Claus is just not working out. And now all of a sudden, Mrs. Walker, the, the lady who's, who's overseeing the parade, she's got to find somebody at this last moment to fill in for that. Well, we've got a video clip, a brief one. If you would, take a look at it, see what happens next. Now, just like Mrs. Walker, it can be so easy for us to become so engrossed and caught up in what is taking place that we miss the miracle of 34th Street. I mean, was it just by chance or coincidence that Chris Kringle happened to just be there at that time, in that place, in that moment, just prior to the parade? I mean, did you happen to catch the music the band was playing in the background? Did anybody catch it? Anybody? Santa Claus is coming to town. Genius. Yeah. At just the right time, Chris Kringle showed up and rescued not only the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but also the jobs of Mrs. Walker and several others. And that is the miracle of the moment portrayed in this movie. Well, when it comes to the true story of Christmas, the Apostle Paul tells us when the time had fully come, God sent his son. And I love that phrase, when the time had fully come. You see, Paul here is portraying Almighty God to be like a father who a long time ago had set in his mind a specific date, a specific time, a specific moment and said, that is the day. That is the time when the promise that I made to Adam and Eve, that is the day when I am going to fulfill that promise and send my people a savior. And then when that day finally arrives, you can almost imagine God uh, being like a, you know, a parent waking their child up for Christmas morning. And those who are parents or grandparents, you know what I'm talking about. That moment when I don't know about you, I don't have to wait for an alarm clock to wake me up on Christmas morning because I am all excited for my kids, you know, and, and going into their room and going, you know, Tim, John, wake up, it's time, it's time to open our presents, Christmas is here, and the joy that you get to experience as a parent as your kids bound out of bed and, and down the stairs and then the time that you share opening those presents. 
I mean, you can imagine Almighty God, when that day finally arrived, God saying, this is it. This is the day that I have been waiting for. This is the moment when finally the promise I made to Adam and Eve, I'm going to fulfill. And finally, all of humanity will have the opportunity to fully understand and appreciate what it means to be my children. The time had fully come. But it was also the right time in another sense. You see, God had been preparing the historical and cultural conditions. He's been setting the stage for the perfect time for his son to arrive. I mean, we think of ourselves living in a very innovative time, a very um, fast-paced, progressive-moving time. Well, so also the world back in those days. I mean, during that period of time, the world was experiencing being totally united under Roman rule. Uh, and what is spoken of in Latin as the Pax Romana, the, the peace of Rome, the Roman peace, when all the world was united and as a result, there was peace. And, and with that, also to across the Roman Empire, roads crisscrossed back and forth, making uh, not only travel, but commerce so accessible to so many. And not only that, but the world spoke a common, the common language of Greek. Regardless of your, your, your ethnic background, regardless of, of what country you lived in, everybody spoke the same language of Greek, making communication so easily. And perhaps most importantly, people of that day, people of that time were longing for a deliverer. They were longing for a savior. And thus again, it can truly be said that the time had fully come. Jesus was sent by Almighty God at just the right time, the perfect time. But not only was Jesus sent at the right time, Jesus provides at just the right time. I mean, during these next 35,000 minutes leading up to Christmas, there are going to be many people, and, and our paths may cross some of them, people who are content to just go through the moment of the season. You know, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do that. And they seem to just be enduring the busyness of the season without ever experiencing the miracle, the true miracle of Christmas. And then there are others who need nothing short of a miracle just to get through one day after the other as a result of some of the heartaches and the hardships that they've been going through in life. The good news is that Jesus from God comes to us at just the right time to provide us with just what we need. And I want you to listen to a few promises from God's word because in these promises we see reflected God's very character. For instance, uh, two uh, verses from the book of Psalms, from Psalm 104, where the psalmist writes, These all look to you and you give to them their food at the proper time. And then in Psalm 145, the eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. And then uh, speaking through Moses, God said, I will send you rain in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and oil. 
You see, as the people of old uh, knew, uh, as with the people of old, God knows exactly what we need. He knows exactly what we are going through. And at just the right time, he provides what we need in the right moment. His timing is always perfect. And so you see that God not only came at the right time in Jesus, but he continues to come to us at just the right time. Just when we need him most, God is there for us. And this is especially evident to us when it comes to our greatest need of all. As Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. So we see that Jesus came at just the right time. We see that Jesus provides at just the right time. And finally, Jesus himself says, now is the right moment. You know, it seems that you and I were, were constantly waiting for just the right time to do certain things. And, 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 you know, there's a right time to do this and there's a right time to stop doing that. And especially around this time of the year, we start thinking about our own physical well-being and we start thinking about making choices where we start doing something along the way of taking care of ourselves and recognizing we need to stop doing certain things in order to take better care of ourselves well, during this Advent season, what about attending to the matters of our own personal relationship with Almighty God? What about our taking that next step that will allow us to deepen our relationship, our commitment with Almighty God through time spent in worship and time spent around the Word of God? What about taking that next step and becoming more involved in the life and ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. And even what we are striving to accomplish as part of our faith family here at Cornerstone Lutheran. Maybe at present you're, you're one who doesn't have a church home or a faith family. And what about your taking that next step where you get connected, where you get plugged in and perhaps let me offer an invitation and say if you're looking for a church home, if you're looking for a church family, we got a pretty awesome family here. Amen? Amen. And we'd invite you to become part of our faith family. And perhaps you're one of those that's kind of been exploring this whole Jesus stuff and, 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 and believing in Jesus and and you're just at that point where you're not sure where you're at or, or what's going on. Well, what about responding to God's call of faith and learning more about what it means to know Jesus as your Savior? And if you're looking to take a next step, we'd love to walk with you and help you to answer some of those questions and to take that step of faith. The Apostle Paul reminds us of what God himself says uh, in 2 Corinthians. In the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of God's salvation. Yes, during this season of Advent, especially as we approach Christmas... 
Now is the perfect time for you and I to take those steps that would result in our having a deeper relationship with Almighty God. Jesus himself said, the time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. During these 35,000 minutes leading up to Christmas, the time is right for each of us to draw closer to the Lord. And if you find yourself still hesitating and thinking, no, no, I, I, I think I'm going to put it off a little bit longer, I just want to remind you the difference that even one minute can make. I mean, for me personally, I can go back to six years ago when I suffered sudden cardiac arrest right there in that back booth. And my doctors tell me, if those who responded to me in that moment, Pastor Max being one of them, if they had waited one minute, just one minute, one precious little minute, the likelihood of my even being here today is doubtful. Yes, what a difference even one minute can make in our lives, and especially when it comes to our spiritual well-being. And so I want to encourage you, don't put it off. Take those steps that allow us to grow closer, to grow deeper in our walk and our relationship with Almighty God. Because you see, at just the right time, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem us so that we might receive the full rights of God's children. That is what Christmas is all about. By God's grace, therefore, as we go through these next 35,000 minutes, may we not only recognize the miracle of this moment, but may that miracle be born. Indeed, may it be born anew, maybe even born for the first time in our hearts and in our lives. God grant that to each of us for Jesus' sake. Amen? Amen.